We're back to the Neil Haley Show, and I'm excited first to welcome my special celebrity co-host, Dr. Charles Simkovich of Simkovich Concussion Institute. Dr. Charles, thanks for stopping by, and I know you're so excited about our guest today, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's great to have him. Oh, it's so great to have him. And, and you know, when you think about specifically enough, someone that, I mean, what the be- I consider one of the best Steelers right now on the current roster and probably is going to be a Steeler Hall of Famer, the what he's been able to do. So we have all pro star of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Cam Hayward. If again, three-time first team all pro, second team all pro, six-time pro bowler, and first team all Big Ten. Cam, thanks for stopping by. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys? I'm doing fantastic. We're going to talk about the end about the honor you had with Lending Hearts, but let's just break down specifically enough did you always want to be an NFL player? Was that something growing up you wanted to do? Uh, you know, I think growing up, you have so many different dreams, uh, whether it was to be an NFL player or to be an NBA player. I stopped growing, so that went out the window pretty quick. Um, you know, I've always wanted to be in my community helping back, uh, whether it was uh, being a coach or a teacher. And so um, just because I had great role models, I, th- I thought maybe I want to go down that path someday. But um, you know, it was always in the back of my head thinking I, I could maybe do this, um, step into the family business a little bit. But, uh, you know, it takes a lot of hard work and uh, I'm blessed to be here today. So let's talk about your late father, Craig Ironhead Hayward, one of my favorite players of all time in pit football. And I had season tickets for pit football growing up as a kid. And, you know, and one player, once he first put that uniform on, and played for the University of Pittsburgh. He just couldn't be forgotten. Reminded me so much of Earl Campbell. Mm-hmm. How much did he influence you in your to get to get to where you are today? And so, um, you know, so much comes between my mom and my dad. Uh, you know, uh, I I can attest that. You know, I wasn't always listening to my dad growing up. Uh, you know, I, I I used to think, how does my dad, a running back, know anything about defensive line play? Boy, was I wrong. Um, and, you know, he now looking back on it, he was a lot more skilled and a lot more thoughtful for what he said. Um, but, you know, as a young young kid, you got to be stubborn sometimes. And so uh, I had to learn the hard way. But, uh, you know, just to see in the way he uh, affected the community, um, everybody has a story along with him. Um, that's something that I want to live out in the way I live. And how much were you happy to be drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers, especially when, again, Craig Ironhead Hayward played for Pitt? I mean, that had yeah. been amazing. You know, I looked at it as not just he played for Pitt. I, I was born here. And so to get the opportunity to come back here, um, you know, I, I would always come back in the summers uh, to visit my grandparents. We moved around a lot because of my dad uh, and then going to Ohio State. Um, you know, we would, me and my wife, my, she was my girlfriend at the time, but we would come back for Thanksgivings and um, any chance we got to go see my grandparents, and my cousins. So uh, when I got the call and it said 412 across, I was ecstatic, um, you know, never in my wildest thoughts that I would end up thinking I would be a Pittsburgh Steeler. Um, I just didn't know if that was in the fold. Um, and luckily I was there at 31 and uh, the rest is history. And understanding the tradition and everything. Um, let's talk a little bit about your father one more time. And specifically, mm-hmm. again, you were born in Pittsburgh. Uh, understanding specifically enough, learning, growing up 
as a son of an athlete, that's a challenge, right? And it's not the easiest thing in the world, right? You build the relationship that you have to look up to that person to become as great or even greater as an athlete. Because I've talked about father-son relationships and people I've interviewed on my show. And it's, it's difficult because you have to look in that area, but also the travel and all that. How did, how did you deal with that? Yeah. You know, as a kid, uh, one thing I appreciate my dad never did, he never made it me versus him. Um, you know, it was never a competition in that approach. Um, I can say my dad was never my coach, but he was always there. Um, and he was always there for advice, always in my corner. Um, I can count on my hand, uh, like the times that my parents both weren't at any of my games. Um, and so having that, and my dad being an athlete as well, you know, their schedules are just hectic, but I always felt like my dad was always there for um, everything that was big to me. Um, and, you know, I think as I got older in college, uh, I understood his legacy a lot better as I got older. Um, Coach Tressel gave me this quote or not necessarily a quote, but gave me this uh, reference because Coach Tressel, um, his dad was big in Ohio. And he said, you know, my dad's got a street named after him. I want a highway named after him. And so I kind of took that to myself. I was like, you know, I didn't know I was going to end up in the Steelers. But being back in Pittsburgh, I kind of relayed that to myself where it was just like, my dad's created a legacy for him. How can I either expand on it or um, make it my own? And so that's that's been my own, my own journey. Um, and you know, that's something my little brother is going to have to deal with a little bit too, but, um, game on, you should appreciate that. Uh, I appreciate my dad being part of, um, the culture in Pittsburgh and being, um, everybody having a story along with it. So it allows us to grow this and his, his legacy to live on. All right. And we're going to get to now your help in the community because it really talks about family life, but I'm going to go to Dr. Charles Simkovich. Were you a fan of Craig Ironhead Hayward, uh, Dr. Oh, Trump? Yeah, yeah I, I was over the years. And uh, it, it's funny because an in-depth conversation, I've done a lot of work with uh, a family in Texas, Fred Akers, who actually coached Earl Campbell at University of Texas. And uh, uh, Fred Akers and, and his whole family are fairly active with me in concussion. And uh, we talked at length at the comparison between Ironhead Hayward and Earl Campbell, how they were very uh, similar running backs. And, and I asked Fred, I said, you know, what's the biggest difference? He said, there's very, very little between the two of them. They were just bulls, you know? And uh, so, yeah, I was a big fan of both of those fellas. And uh, I mean, they made the game exciting and great. Totally. Absolutely. All right. So let's talk about family life and how important family life. And that's why you give back. I think that this is the big thing, Cam, when I'm listening to you, your story about how your family was so involved and how they were so giving to you that you want to give back to the community so much. And it becomes a very, very important part of your life as a professional athlete to be to give. Right. Yeah. You know, I think uh, at an early age, I got to see um, you know, how to give back, uh, whether it was my dad going to children's hospital, whether it was my dad, when he was in the hospital himself, uh, dealing with the brain tumor, he was, you know, shining a light and, uh, you know, brightening somebody's day there. Um, you know, my dad took every moment to heart where he could either give back or, you know, inspire. 
and then my mom, on the other hand, um, she was always getting us involved in various community events uh, to be well-rounded. Um, and, you know, with that, that's kind of set the, the tempo for my children um, and allowed me to, you know, be the role model to them, but also show them how to do it so that they can do it one day as well. And that's so important. It's it's building a tradition. And then being drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers is, again, I've talked and spoken to, uh, you know, uh, people in the Steeler organization, the high level to, again, some of the major super Steelers in my career of getting the interview. And they talk the first thing when they get drafted by the Steelers, how community becomes such an important part. So talk about the Roonies and how they really show how important it is to be a, be a great member of the Pittsburgh Steelers by volunteering in the community. Yeah, I think I was really benefited when I got in. Um, you know, the community relations person at the time was Michelle Rosenthal, uh, and she kind of took me under her wing. Um, and she just introduced all these different events which players were involved in, whether it was Troy giving back to his hometown or Brett Kiesel being involved with Children's Hospital or um, Aaron Smith uh, doing the light of life and also uh, sh shedding a light on what was going on with his son who was dealing with leukemia. Um, I got to take part in all these events and it kind of just gave me an outlook of how I could do my own. Um, and then, you know, building on that, so I, I think I was pretty uh, fortunate. And then now we have another community relations person in Blair Holmes, who's kind of, um, she's not taking me under her wing because I, I feel like I'm older now, but uh, you know, she's helped me along the way. And uh, you know, when you have great people throughout the Steelers organization that constantly give back, man, it, it, it's truly special um, because it's, it's one thing to do it. It's another thing to know how to do it. And um, to hit it twofold like that is pretty special. It totally is. So talk about then wearing another hat, running an organization. Think about, you know, you were learning the whole thing, doing the volunteer work, volunteering for other buddies, someone else's foundation, doing these different things, but then doing it on your own. That's that's challenge, man. Well, well, you know, I, I'll be honest. I can't do it on my own. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but know, me, it, being the leader, being the leader you know, of all, being the leader, uh, you know, it, it's it, it's special. Um, the reason I say I can't do it on my own, my mother helps me along me with my foundation, um, and so for me, um, I understand I have a full time job and being a, a football player, but uh, when it calls for me to take action, I do. Um, and the one thing I always try to do at any of my events is connect with uh, the people we are serving. Um, it's one thing to just, you know, hand them something, but it's another thing to just hear their stories. Um, so many times these kids or um, these people are unheard and don't get a chance to uh, just have someone talk to them. Um, and you just don't know about those interactions and how far they can go to change someone's life. One thing Dr. Charles does is he sees community as an important part as well. The the foundation type of work you do, right, Dr. Charles? Yeah, yeah, we're busy. We we are getting very active with Lending Hearts, which is uh, Cam just got an award for, and we just uh, are getting uh, wired into a couple of military. I do a lot with military, um, and uh, you you know, community here at Pittsburgh it means a lot to Pittsburghers. I I was listening to Cam 
talk, you know, I, I was real close with the former Steeler Cedric Wilson, and he had the he got he was a free agent came over from San Francisco, and he said the difference between playing football in San Francisco and here is Pittsburghers are, are a family and they take ownership. And, um, and he said in San Francisco, he could go out. He's nobody knew who he was. He said here, a lot of people knew who he was. He said, they weren't shy about giving their comments about how he played either, you know, <laughs> good or bad. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, he said, but boy, they just, uh, it was like one, one family and, and very down to earth community. He said it was a, it's a, it's a mid-sized city, but feels small. Uh, and, uh, and everybody acts like they know you. And Pittsburgh's very much that way. Cam, what are your thoughts for what Dr. Charles said about that in Pittsburgh? He's spot on. Um, you know, when I look back and I, I, I it, there's never a dull moment in Pittsburgh. And everybody's going to let you know how they, how the Steelers are doing, what they think. Um, but, man, we, we take being a part of Pittsburgh very special. Um, you know, they care about their community. They care about their city. Um, and so when, you know, I do these events, they're like, hey, let me know. I want to be a part of it. And so we get so many volunteers uh, just because they care so much about giving back. Totally. So tell us about your foundation. Then we're going to talk about the Lending House Hearts Award. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I started the Cam Hayward Foundation um, in 2015, which we eventually called uh, the Hayward House um, you know, we, we call it the house because we feel like we can serve so many different things. Um, whether it's, um, Southeastern brain tumor association in honor of my dad, we serve a lot. Um, we also serve underserved, uh, kids in Pittsburgh and Atlanta as well through backpack drives. Uh, we have a birthday bash that we have every year. Um, and you know, we have a, um, food drives as well. Uh, and then uh, on top of that, we get to uh, put on something near and dear to my heart, uh, Craig's Closet, um, in honor of my dad, where we collect suits for young men um, for job interviews, college interviews, prom, prom proms and dances, uh, anything you can think of uh, to make a, a young man feel good about himself. Uh, we always like to use the Deion Sanders quote, uh, you look good, you play good. And, you know, you look good, you feel good. And we want to provide that for young men. Um, you know, there's dress for success for young women. Uh, we partner with them as well, but we feel like Craig's closet is taken off. And it's now in over uh, 10, 10 high schools in the Pittsburgh community. That's fantastic. And you're seeming like you're expanding and as it's grown. You said it was not for your mom. You couldn't keep be able to do this. It sounds like that's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah. My mom definitely keeps uh, the wheels turning. Um, you know, it's not only just me being a football player; it's me being a dad too. So, uh, you know, she's picking up the slack most of the time. Um, but you know, I try to make sure when I am involved, uh, I'm on top of it and, I, and I'm giving back. Well, the Neil Haley Show is going to definitely, even though I'm in Dallas now. Cam, I'm going to definitely have to reach out to your mom and want to see how I can help the Hayward House in any way possible, especially with the the whole Pittsburgh relationship and, you know, to get it out there. What you guys are doing is fantastic, and I don't know how you can do it. As I've interviewed a lot of NFL athletes that have foundations, and they talk about the challenges till they retire to be able to yeah. do it. 
they yeah. it's it's too much work you know aaron donald i've interviewed aaron and also aaron's sister does a tremendous job of what he's able to do in his foundation and she talks about how much if it wasn't for somebody else in it it's it's a lot of work it is a business and i think can you explain that in so many ways because you got to raise money to be able to do all these great events and it has to be run like an, or, an organization or it's going to look poorly on you and look poorly yeah. on the community you know i, I you know, my face is all over it, um, but it takes a village to do it. Um, you know, I, I equate it to my career. You know, I can't just take credit for everything that happens in my career. Um, there are people who have helped me achieve this. And that's nothing short to what you do on a foundation on the business side. You need great people that are committed to giving back, um, that understand they're not always going to get the glory, but they'll get to see the glory. And they'll get to see how many people it affects. Um, I can't say enough about the people that help in our organization and help, uh, you know, make sure things are organized, make things, make sure things are smooth, uh, getting, um, coming up with great ideas. Cause I can't come up with, I can't say I'm, I, I'm a, uh, you know, a great thinker all the time, but some of these ideas I, I'm just ecstatic about. And, um, you know, Sometimes I just need direction and they provide that. And that allows me to, you know, run forward full speed and give everything I got. All right. So let's talk about the honor that Lending Hearts gave you. How did that make you feel? I saw the amazing pictures. I saw your eyes light up and how happy you were to get this honor because it's, it's again, an award for the work you've done with this foundation and how you've helped the community. You know, I, I feel very humbled by it, um, you know, sharing with people my story um, and being recognized for the work we're doing in the communities is huge. Um, but then the other stories that go along and you get a guy like Bob Pompiani up there talking, talking and you understand what he's gone through and the warrior he is. Um, I like to think he's the busiest guy in Pittsburgh. He is. He's our sportscaster, and then he does everything else on top of that. But, uh, you know, then getting to hear uh, the family story that was honored that night was, was pretty special. Um, and so hearing those stories, you almost don't feel worthy of being recognized when you hear those stories and you hear about the mother's instincts and how she rushed to take her, her son to uh, get him checked out. And... Um, you know, I, I just very, I feel very thankful to be recognized around around such a prestigious group. Absolutely, being honored again for the reward, uh, the Lending Hearts Friend Award, and to have that opportunity, and then moving forward. So, what is the ultimate goal for the foundation? Where do you want to see it go? Yeah. You know, I think the main things is expand. Um, continue to touch more hearts, um, whether it's we're doing uh, football camps in the summer or um, expanding to more high schools uh, with Craig's Closet. Um, the more people we can have an effect on and uh, change th their outcome of where they were headed, um, you know, I I'm looking forward to attacking that and making sure that we can uh, just keep improving. Dr. Charles, any questions for Cam before we're, we finish up? No, I can't think of any. <laughs> Just like to always to add things. Is there any summary? Because Dr. Charles, you've really summarized a lot of uh, what the work Cam does in this. And, and also, oh, you know, it, I've been fortunate over the years to be involved, obviously, with professional athletes uh, from every field. And, um, 
you know, seeing the work they do is just really, uh, it's touching. And, and uh, uh, there's so many great athletes that are giving back to their uh, communities. And, and it, as far as Cam, and I've done a lot with Charlie Batch, um, you know, Cam Johnson's another one. Uh, and, and, uh, and then speaking about lending hearts, the job that the, the director Vasso Palioris does is just oh. phenomenal. And she's just extremely humble and down to earth. And, and uh, to see uh, her going to expand nationally, it, it, it's, it's really a good feeling. Totally. Yeah, Cam. I would, just, gonna... I would just add one thing. I would just say I, I appreciate it, Vasso as well. She is, um, you know, I only got to meet her once uh, at the event. And so getting to interact with her and then explain her story and um, you see how intelligent she is, but also how driven she is. And so uh, to be around, uh, you know, community like that, that, you know, is is headstrong and making an impact so big is is truly special. What are you seeing with your career, Cam? How many more years do you want to be playing? Any thoughts on that? I, I got some more in the tank. I, I don't think I'm retiring anytime soon. Okay, then maybe then you have to come into the ring and I challenge you to a pro wrestling match. Yes, <laughs> my background, I'm a former professional wrestler. I'm six foot ten legitimate. And that's why I call myself the media giant. So whenever <laughs> I'm in Pittsburgh, we're going to have to have a good photo op. And, and you're six five, six six. How tall are you? Yeah, I'm six five, but you're going to make me look tiny. <laughs> oh, by the way, I have a picture on my Facebook. You're going to have to see with seven, the tallest player in the NBA, um, uh, Bobin. I was. Uh, oh, at, yeah. Yeah. And and he makes me look like a midget. Oh, my gosh. Did you see that picture, <laughs> uh, Dr. Charles with Bobin? You didn't oh yeah, that. I saw that. Yeah. Well, you saw a picture of my wife and I with Cam and yeah. it makes me look tiny and I'm not, I mean, I'm 230 pounds. I'm not small, but I, I look like an infant. Yeah. So that's the, <laughs> that's the funny thing. And that's the cool thing about being in Dallas. You never know who you're going to run into. Go figure uh, in different places. So we appreciate it, Cam. Best place people can follow you is on Instagram, right? That's where you're Instagram, really active. Twitter, Facebook, you name it. But uh, yeah. Um, and you know, if you want to get involved with uh, our foundation, go to the Cameron Hayward Foundation.org, or you can just look us up on Google. That's that's a simple way to do it. So uh, yeah, thank you guys for so much for having me. I, I'm honored to have you. And you know what? I never get nervous with an interview. I've interviewed a lot of major celebrities, but because I'm such a huge Steeler fan, oh man, I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's a different story. And also talking about your father, it just brings back memories of my family going my mom and dad my dad's passed away himself too and just to to remember ironhead and remember some of the exciting moments you've given us the steelers you have to have definitely get a super bowl ring i think it's this year let's do it let's get the super bowl that'll be awesome let's and get we'll it have a, we'll have to have that another interview after that yes exactly guys, yes it was a very good draft okay all right very good draft very good. appreciate it guys thanks again all right guys Thank you're you. listening and watching the neil haley show and we'll be back in just a moment